doors, you kick down walls. And anyone who tells you, you can't, you take your fears, your insecurities, your worries, you roll them all up into a ball, you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up, then candy out! Pick your goal and stick fucking to it, you wishy-washy motherfuckers. I can't fucking stand you. I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, I need the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time, you make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. And he kill it while you sitting down Bitch about how I triple my fan base Networks bench Can't say there's What's going on guys? Welcome inside the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. I am your host, Fitness Informant founder, CEO, Ryan Buckeye. Thank you all for stopping in this week's episode, diving into the insane fucking world. The insane world of CBD. Wow. Um, the, today's podcast is with a couple gentlemen, Arby and Luke, from over at Green Roads. Green Roads is, uh, at this point, I believe the second biggest company within the CBD space. And for me... I've never dove into that space. CBD just has, I mean, it's, a, it's of interest to me for sure because it's a space that's going to be, um, you know, a $20 billion industry, which is a, a massive industry. And it's very closely tied into sports nutrition. In fact, you are seeing sports nutritional products like pre-workouts being infused with things like CBD, sleep aids with CBD. So it's trickling over into our world. But CBD is here. It's going to stay. The farm bill is passed. The THC or marijuana is legalized in a lot of different states. It's going to be legalized even more states to the point where it's just going to become acceptable. But the problem with CBD is there's just so much bullshit out there that we're not necessarily sure what we're getting is actually real. So we brought on a company with a high reputation, which believes in quality and transparency, which is does their own manufacturing. Because for us, uh, we wanted to be able to provide that for our listeners and our viewers because it's, it's extremely important. Um, so Arby and Luke... We don't talk a lot about Green Roads, so that's the coolest thing about this podcast. Like I told them coming on, like, listen, guys, I want you guys to help educate me and in turn help educate my listening audience, my viewers on CBD because CBD is still so largely unknown. And we think about the amount of uneducated people within sports nutrition. Wow. CBD is widely uneducational. I mean, uneducated. People don't know. They're at flea markets and state fairs. And in strip malls, buying CBD that's probably not real CBD, or maybe it's laced with metals and contaminants, or maybe it has higher concentrations of THC than it's legally supposed to be allowed. There's three different types of CBDs. There's an isolate, there's a broad spectrum, there's a full spectrum. Did you know that? There's a lot to learn about CBD, and we brought these guys on to uh, help teach me, you know, in general. Um, But that's one area in which Fitness Informant we'll dive into a lot more in 2020, is the world of CBD. This week's Pumped Up segment of the week is being brought to you by Built Fast Formula's award-winning Vasal Blitz Pump Igniter. Not only is Vasal Blitz the winner of our 2018 Shield of Excellence Supplement Award for Best Pump Practice, it's also the first nitrate formula fully disclosed with 30 servings, not scoops. When Vasal Blitz is consumed daily, even on your off days, it will last you a full month. All this for only $34.99. As a special offer to our listening audience, use the coupon code INFORMANT and save 15%. I'm pumped up because our 2019 Shield of Excellence Supplement Awards voting ends on Friday. Next week, we will start announcing the winners in each category. One of those nominees is Build Fast Formula's Full Blitz, their pre-workout, which launched in 2019. It's up for pre-workout of the year. If you have not voted yet, 
Go to fitnessinformant.com, click on the main banner for the supplement awards, and you guys can vote and have your voices heard. There are uh, the people going to vote this year, first time in FI history. That is what I'm super pumped about. Who is going to take home brand of the year, breakout brand of the year, product of the year, protein of the year, and pre-workout of the year? We will find out here in less than a week. Our Genius Moment of the Week is being brought to you by the Genius Brand. The Genius Brand offers high-quality supplements with scientifically proven, clinically-dosed, all-natural ingredients. With a blatant disregard for profit margins, the Genius Brand focuses on creating innovative, industry-leading wellness supplements to help you live an active, healthy, and long-lasting life. Supplements smarter today. Check out full reviews of the Genius Brand over at fitnessinformant.com. This week's Genius Moment of the Week is just a, a, a discussion again on transparency. And I've crossed this bridge on a full episode, but I feel I need to again because there's a pocket of people within the online world calling into question our values and our morals here at Fitness Informant. Go figure. Someone is pissed off at FI for what FI is doing. Listen, if you go back and listen to our episode on transparency, you will be educated on how Fitness Informant is a viable business, how we run this business, how we make money as a business. But I will do it again here on this one. Does Fitness Informant make income from brands? Yes, we do. We make it through advertising revenue. Out of that advertising revenue, none of that, none, zero, is for reviews. I want to make that perfectly clear. From day one, my goal was to inform the end consumer on all things fitness and nutrition so that way when they go into a GNC, a vitamin shop, or a .com somewhere to buy a product, they do it from an informed point of view. They go into a gym, they do a lift from an informed point of view. They meal prep for the week, they do it from an informed point of view. We've always been a consumer-first driven brand and we always will. But there's people online who think they know my business better than me claiming that we charge for reviews and therefore we're biased in our reviews. No, we've never once charged for a review. I make it very clear to people who do product reviews for Fitness Informant, tell me what you think of the product. I've had reviewers come to me before and say, Ryan, I feel bad. You know, I'm giving this a bad score, but I know they're a strategic partner of yours. You know what I say to them? I say, good. If that's how you feel, that's the score that they deserve. That's the score that they just earned from you. My brands know that. Trust me, I have plenty of brands that we work with that have paid Fitness Informant money for sponsored content based on basically maybe they have like a new product coming out, right? We help them launch their product through post and email campaigns. That's what we do. Doesn't mean we're going to review that product highly. Maybe that product, you know, that product might end up not being a great product after we try it. There is uh, several products on our website right now that aren't in the top 50 that are from our strategic partners. You want to make the top 50? You want to make the top 10? Make a better product. We tell that to them all the time. I've had people reach out to me and say, Ryan, how do I get ranked number one? I say, sir, ma'am, you get ranked number one when you make a number one ranked product. You don't have one yet. It's simple as that. So for people out there to claim that they know my business better than me and claim that we're biased and claim because we have a media kit or we offer advertising revenue that we are biased by any means, uh, no, we're not. You know, we have our mission or we have our mission statement, we have our vision statement, we have our corporate values or brand values on our media kit that we send out to brands. We send out a media kit to brands that explains here are the advertising opportunities on Fitness Informant. Why do we do that? Because we're a business. We need to make money. And in there it says we do not charge for reviews because your product might suck. And if your product sucks, we have an obligation to the consumer, who has always been our number one, to tell them that the fucking product sucks. Do I feel bad giving a strategic partner's brand a bad review? No, I do not. They know goddamn well what they're getting into when they come and partner with FI. They know goddamn well what we're going to say. If you try to send me a vastly underdosed pre-workout 
and expect me to give it a good review because you're a strategic partner of Fitness Informant, uh, you are mistaken. That's not how this works. We are not a brand-driven brand. We are a consumer-driven brand, and what we do is for the betterment of the consumer. I have literally seen hundreds and thousands of people through the Fitness Informant platform over the last three and a half years, three years, improve their lives from the information that we're providing. I get messages daily on Instagram and Facebook saying, thank you for what you do. That's cool to me. But I, I, and I, I tend to like let the haters and let those people be. But when you start coming at our character, our brand character that we spent three years building, and mind you, during that three years building that brand character and building my brand values, I sacrificed time for my family. I sacrificed time from friends and doing things in life that a normal fucking 29-year-old person should have been doing. When I started this brand, I was 29 years old. And the countless hours that I had to put in to build fitness informants on nights and weekends, because I was working a corporate America job, 40 hours a week. It took me away from doing things that everybody else got to do. I didn't get to do that because I was more concerned about building the brand values and building fitness informant. So when you call in the question, my brand values, and you think you know what they are, come talk to me. I'm a very approachable person. Ask me what our brand values are. I will share them with you. And the number one brand value that I have is always do the right thing. And the right thing for Fitness Informant is to provide the accurate, factual information to the end consumer. If a product sucks, I'm sorry, it sucks. And we're going to tell you that. Now, there are people who say, F.I., you're too positive. You don't do a lot of negativity. Well, first off, I call bullshit because I am one of the most negative platforms. I call out brands that try to lace their products with 600 milligrams of caffeine. 750 milligrams of caffeine and they advertise that. That shit's fucking dangerous. I don't care if it's a fully transparent product or not. If you're going to provide that much caffeine, it's my job to step up and talk about how this is counterintuitive to what we're trying to, to accomplish within fitness. I've been threatened to be sued multiple times from brands for calling out their products. But here's the thing. We are strategic in terms of who we partner with when it comes to brands. I need to be authentic about the brands that we work with and we talk about. So if you're putting out shitty products in the market, why would I partner with you? I don't want to promote shitty products in the market. So therefore, that takes one big arm of negativity off my platforms. And trust me, you know what sucks more than anything? Reviewing a bad product. Look at, go to YouTube and check out our RSP Amino Lean. I had to give that to one of my reviewers and I felt bad because I knew it was a shitty product and I think I got like a 3.0 or something like that. Can you imagine being that reviewer and that's the product you have to take and at FI, you have to run the full duration of the unit. You have to run the entire unit till completion before you write that review. So we're strategic in who we partner with. We want our partners to, we want to vet, be like the vetting out process of sports nutrition. The partners that we partner with are brands that you, the consumer, can trust and buy from. If they show up on FI, uh, they're, they're, they're going to be a good brand that you can buy from. That is what we do. We vet the process out. So that's why you don't see a lot of negativity. You will see some negativity here and here, but here, what I need to do is I need to focus my attention and my efforts on upbuilding, building up the brands doing things the right way, putting out products in the market that are respectable instead of spending time and effort downplaying and, and, and being negative towards something else because then all I'm doing is bringing notoriety to that product, which deserves absolutely fucking no notoriety in the first place. So if you have a problem that we're completely, that we're, we're, we're fairly positive, I'm sorry, but I like to be fucking positive. There's too much negativity in this goddamn world. I need to be positive. And we partner with brands that create positive experiences for the consumers through efficaciously dosed products that actually help them achieve their fitness goals. Yes, from time to time, you will see some negativity on that fight, but you're going to see a lot more positivity than negativity, okay? And uh, 
everybody out there listening to this or watching this, you guys know that we're a business. You know that we make money, but we don't make money uh, at the cost of deviating from our brand values and our morals. We have morals and we have values. There's not any dollar amount on the planet or any outside impact that can influence how we approach our business. Always do the right thing. Always do the right thing. That is what we do here at FI. And the right thing is to bring on some CBD experts so you guys can learn more about this massive industry that's coming around the corner faster than we know. Most of you listening probably already take CBD. Uh, the other part of you is probably wants to learn more about it. So here we go. RB Luke from Green Roads Barman to talk about the wild, wild west, the real wild, wild west of CBD. The BAR Breakfast at the Ready is finally here. The world's first protein bar made with real cereal pieces from some of your favorite cereals and the best cereals of all time. This bar has 20 grams of protein, only 20 grams of carbohydrates with five of them coming from sugar and four grams of fat, 190 delicious calories that you can fit in at any time. Any person can take this bar, man, woman, child, whether you're working out, you're training to build muscle or you just need a healthy snack throughout the day, the BAR is your solution. Go to redcon1.com and order the BAR breakfast at the ready right now. <laughs> With the amount of hard work that I put in, I need a reputable brand. I absolutely love this stuff. The energy is amazing. The pumps are ridiculous. The flavor is absolutely delicious. I was blown away by the amount of energy, the muscle pump. It keeps me going throughout the day. Take your workouts to the next level. The energy was so crazy for me. Really gives me the boost I'm needing in the morning. You will train harder. You will see better pumps. You will go longer in the gym. The quality of the ingredients makes a difference. Try Rise, you're gonna love it, I guarantee it. Their products are top of the range and I'm very proud to be a part of Team Rice. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. The things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Pretty crazy that over 10,000 guys have now called Superhuman Pre-Workout the best pre-workout on the planet. But this did not happen overnight. In fact, here's the entire history of Superhuman Pre-Workout from the very first edition of Superhuman Health Juice all the way to our latest edition. And we have been obsessed with perfecting this formula every step of the way. And the reason that Superhuman Pre-Workout is so good is because it is the first formula in world history 
max dose and the five pillars of a perfect pre-workout. So you are literally guaranteed to see faster muscle building and fat loss results. So tap the link to receive 20% off your first tub using the code NEWGAINS. And I am so confident you're gonna be blown away by Superhuman Pre-Workout. I wanna offer you a 365 day money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. What's going on, guys? Welcome back inside the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. Excited about this week's episode because I get to be like a child back in the classroom. We are talking a topic in which I know, I wouldn't say literally nothing about, but uh, where I don't know enough about CBD like I do in sports nutritional supplements. You could consider me a sports nutritional supplement expert. I am an, an amateur's amateur when it comes to CBD. So uh, we invited these two gentlemen on. They are from Green Roads. Uh, I believe, is it the largest CBD company right now or one of the largest at least yeah we're, we're number two but we're number one on the privately held side okay uh but number two by Bryfield and, and Forbes on on the extent of our business so yeah. we're, we're definitely private but the one that's ahead of us is, is public so uh and we'll keep that that name sure uh, ourselves but but yeah we're chasing them and uh I think quarter to quarter we're right on them so. right and I just want to let our listeners and our viewers know like we've done a huge vetting out process trying to bring on somebody in which we could get some educational content which we can trust uh Green Roads you guys have been featured on CBS before you're actually sold at my gym uh, I've seen you everywhere uh, and I know I have a good friend that works there too and so I trust everything that they say so we're excited about this First off, man, uh, when we talk about sports nutritional supplements, people think the dietary supplement industry is the wild, wild west. That is nothing compared to what industry that you're in right now in CBD. <laughs> All right, so um, just set the record straight. The, the recording of this podcast, it's middle of November 2019. Is CBD legal in America? Uh, yes. Okay. After the Farm Bill of 2018 that was signed in December, um, it was declassified as a schedule. Uh, but again, each individual state has their own interpretation to, you know, what is allowed and not allowed. Is it a dietary supplement? Is it a food additive? Like kind of that's still up in, up in the air. But there's about five states, almost seven, I think, right now that have considered it a food, okay. Florida being one of them. Uh, so, again, it's, it's still up in the air. And, yes, it is the Wild West. And we're trying to tame that as much as we can by lobbying and, and passing legislations here in individual states and, and trying to champion that through federal side. So I should take a step back. What does CBD actually stand for? What's the acronym actually mean? It's actually uh, one part of the plant, um, whether on the cannabis side or the hemp side, it's basically cannabidiol, okay. cannabinoids, um, which is just one um, out of the plant that you could find anywhere between 60 to 100 uh, in a plant. Uh, so right now everybody's just concentrating on the CBD side. It's the easiest side to kind of extract and isolate. Um, but that's also evolving where we'll see different types of cannabinoids um, out in the dietary supplement and creams or, you know, anywhere across the board uh, as this 
continues to evolve and the industry continues to evolve. What was the tipping point? Like, what, what was the tipping point which CBD became acceptable, I guess? I mean, because people look at CBD and they think marijuana, they think pot. Like, for right away, for those who are uneducated on it. Obviously, we here and all of us know a little bit more deeper on that. But CBD was kind of like a shush-shush thing for a while, and now it's, it's everywhere. And, and there's so many people who are using it, swearing by it. Like, do you recall the time in the last couple of years on what it was that was sort of the tipping point for the industry? Uh, yeah, I mean, we started in the industry. I started in the industry in the cannabis side in 2008. Okay. Um, we kind of saw where this was going in 2011, 2012, where we didn't have to deal with too much competition on, on the CBD side. On the cannabis side, it kind of just everybody started getting into it in Colorado and across the states and stuff. So we really started looking at the CBD side in 2012. But the tipping point, I think, was when 2016, the farm bill, you know, Obama signed off that on the farm bill, 2014, kind of people started getting educated a little bit more on that. And uh, just people realized that this this was an avenue first um, that did uh, a lot of good in the industry. You weren't getting high. So there's a lot of people that don't want to get high. Mm -hmm. um, and that was just an avenue on that side. And then when it started becoming more popular and people just started using it almost as an advertising tool to make money. Right. Um, and not really caring of what was in it. Um, I think the government and everybody started realizing, okay, well, th this is a big industry. We need to start regulating it. And then when you have people like Brightfield or Forbes saying it's a $22 billion industry, right. uh, people start paying attention to, to numbers like that. And I'll just put that in reference for our listeners. $22 billion, uh, the dietary supplement industry, which has been around forever, is a $40 billion industry roughly around here. Is, is kind of like the metrics, 80, 80 billion potentially, I think, you know, globally. Um, so that's a huge metric that I think a lot of people are changing. There are a lot of people within dietary supplements who are now getting into the CBD market, or they're they're using CBD infused products within dietary supplements. Might might be a CBD, and we'll we'll talk about it, right? CBD infused pre workout, CBD infused sleep aids, etc. Um, which, like I said, we will we will get to that. Um, there are a lot of benefits that tie into CBD, or at least that that are marketed as benefits. I want to talk about one that's marketed quite a bit in, in terms of sleep. Um, sleep and CBD. I've been told, and what I've learned is like CBD doesn't directly lead you to sleep, like go to sleep. It's not like melatonin. It's not like phenobit, but it, it alleviates the anxiety or the stress or can help alleviate that, which calms you, which then allows you to sleep. Can you clarify the benefit of sleep and CBD? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you want to dive in there, but, but I mean, it's what we've seen obviously is on the studies. So the FDA came out, you know, you have a lot of, uh, inflammation issues in the body and, and anxiety and stress and sleeping disorders. So what I use it for, I've used it for sleep for six years now. And what it does is that people that are high octane or going to the gym or really just pushing themselves daily, you know, typically don't have a, a, a long time to sleep. So you try to get as much sleep that four to six hours mm -hmm. on as much as you can. So when you get to that time where you're, you're sitting in bed, you're trying to go to sleep or, you know, people that don't like reading books, they leave their TV on. The anxiety keeps on rushing and, and running. Um, it kind of puts you in that, that kind of relaxed state, you know, where you could actually mentally, if, you, if you're focused enough, could go to sleep. Does it knock you out? No, it's not melatonin. It's not these other right. supplements you use, but it does put you in a, in a really good state of mind to actually kind of take that anxiety and that stress or, you know, that, you know, uh, restless leg syndrome as people mm, call it. Yeah. Pill for. Right. Instead, you kind of use CBD for it. And, and it definitely works for me. I mean, I've been using it forever. We're high octane people. We're yeah. working out. We're doing a million things, <clears throat> and, you know, running a business of 160 people that's grown from two. So you got a lot of anxiety and stresses of like, 
you know, building the business, making sure that the family and the culture continues to stay in our business. Right. So, you know, having that mind running where you can kind of just tone it down a little bit and put your yourself to sleep, that's where I've seen it function. Okay. Um, people, and, and I see it routine, man, like anything, right? 30 minutes before the gym, pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Sorry, like you just get in that routine. Right. You know, I remember even in school, it was like 90% of it was just trying to get to the library. And once I got there, it really wasn't as bad. Yeah. But yeah. it's routine, you know, it's like you're going to take it before you get to relax. You start breathing a little bit more. You start doing the things to, to really get your mind uh, and your body calm. That know? makes sense because, I mean, I see people market it as a sleep aid. In my head, I'm thinking, like, if CBD is a sleep aid, then why the, why the fuck is it in a pre-workout? That makes no sense to me. You know, why are they putting it in these things? But that, I, I, that's what I assumed it was. Um, the second big – probably the biggest benefit, I think, from what I've heard from our followers anyway that use CBD is to help with, like, chronic pain – Joint discomfort, um, tons of. I mean, a lot of studies that that go via humans and even dogs. I mean, our veterinarian clinic here, although they can't legally prescribe or legally do that, we've had a conversation just last week about um, you know you know your animals, and you guys sell an animal product too. But can you walk us through how CBD actually functions and works when it comes to alleviating pain and discomfort? I mean, uh, studies have shown, and again, we're not doctors, so mm-hmm. just like in any industry. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. So, I mean, we've seen it work. Uh, we, we've supplied our products to 3 million customers last year. We get a lot of information from our consumers and from ourselves. I mean, we're our own guinea pigs at, at one point in time. But what they've shown is, again, any, everything that comes from almost the aches and pains and, and things that people deal with. And, and our census, the people that take our products, is typically like 35 to 65. Mm-hmm. You know, might have gone through some issues or played ball or done whatever where they've, you know, got some strain in their body or some hurt. So we've seen it just just kind of function on that side. You know, you've seen levels people have suffered from opiate addiction. Yeah. Uh, the National Institute of Health came out, Dr. Hurd out of Mount Sinai, New York, which was interviewed on the CBS Sunday morning that we did, uh, shows that there's there's an alleviation in reference to um, to the opiate and heroin use, the people that have issues with that, that typically people that are on those pills have some type of pain or have gone to that you know, those nasty drugs because of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, it doesn't leave, it takes, doesn't take it from a seven to a zero, right. but it, it almost takes it from like a seven to a three where you actually could continue with your day and continue to function on a daily basis where you're not having those, that typical pain and that, you know, taking Advil's or aspirin or Percocets or something like that. Um, and it, and it also helps with the inflammation. It's big on inflammation. Yeah. Um, and you can target those sites with, with different topicals. Yeah. But I think one thing you touched on and one, one example I like to give is, uh, you know, you talk about a placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Well, when you, when you hear about the different things that are happening with kids and, and epilepsy and you bring up pets, mm-hmm. right? You, you, your pet doesn't, doesn't know, Oh, I just took this. Right. Yeah. I'm going to feel different. Um, but when you hear thousands of stories about yeah. pets during thunderstorms that can now sleep and relax and, you know, aren't, aren't you know, defecating around the house or whatever yeah. the hell it may be, right? Like, you can't actually, you know, it's like there is no placebo effect for that, yeah. right? And I think there is placebo effect that, that does, that is involved, um, you know, the sports nutrition community to the CBD community, et cetera. I think everybody has different receptors and they all react differently. Yeah. Um, and, and trying to find the right balance and homeostasis. And so, um, but I think when you look at it that way from a pet perspective, uh, it, it throws a lot of the, uh, the riffraff out of it. Yeah, and there's, there's, I mean, you have an endocannabinoid system in your body, which is, which is where they're really starting to do heavy studies on. Now that it's non-scheduled, you got to be, we're partners with the universities. 
with a partner, private partner for University of Florida. We're finalizing something with the University of Miami and more research for the body. Uh, so, and, and on the pet side, as uh, Luke was saying, um, we also sponsor uh, the Great Ape Foundation, which has um, a, a chimpanzee called Knuckles. Um, we've been sponsoring literally, I mean, you can look it up. The lady's been on Discovery Channel, every channel possible. She has like 60 apes, cerebral palsy, uh, apes about 17 years old. We've been providing product and she's actually been writing notes for over these almost a year and a half to two years showing the improvement of, of this chimpanzee. That chimpanzee doesn't tell you if it's good, if it's bad, mm -hmm. if it's better, if it's not. So, so we've seen, we're actually using those kind of notes to kind of see how it does function. Yeah. Because uh, every mammal has an endocannabinoid system, just like your dog and, you know, chimpanzees and the human body. So there is something there. There's not enough research for us to kind of hold that, you know, hang our hat on something. But we're seeing with analytic dodo and everybody kind of using it, you know, when you actually have a good product, you can kind of see how it functions mm -hmm. over a five-year period, three to five-day period, where you see the difference. You know, people yeah. feel a little better. They might sleep an extra hour, which in turn takes away the anxiety during the, during the day or the stresses. So it's all about consistency and taking the product, and you, you'll kind of see that different, whether it's an animal or a human. Well, I like what you brought up. You talked about partnering with universities in terms of research. That's one thing that we're missing a lot on the sports nutrition side is, is research done on, on independent I mean, most of the research in sports nutrition is done on rodents, bovine tissue, not a lot of human studies. It sounds like you guys are actually funding or partnering with universities to help fund some of these studies. Is that, is that correct? That is, yeah, that's correct. So can you just throw the ballpark number for our listeners? Because I think a lot of people think that these things are cheap um, and they're not. So is there, is there like a ballpark number for them to understand? Like, this is why it doesn't happen as often as it should. Well, seven figures, man. Seven figures. All right. So seven oh. figures. Most people listening to this, it's going to take them at least 10 years to make that probably. So that will tell you exactly why it's not. But with the industry and the CBD industry being as new as it is, um, is this just considered, in your guys' opinion, like a necessity? It's, you have to do this. Yes. Yes, because first you got the stigma. Second, you have a product that you know that been, has been used for thousands of years that nobody's done true research on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, we we coming from the cannabis side, which also still has a lot of challenges across the board. Where right. you know you take it, what are you smoking? You know, do you want to go to sleep? People don't know what, exactly what kind of medications they're on. So it's the same thing. So having that type of research or that university study behind us, whether it's on growing the plant. You know, having the seeds, you know, the clone, the moms, just kind of the whole industry is so new um, that you need to have that. And for our company, it's important to make sure that we're one of the, you know, the leading companies. And to do that, you got to fund research yeah. to truly take advantage of, of where the, the, you know, the environment is and, and what we're trying to do. You know, we truly believe in, in that research side is, is extremely important. Yeah, and I think other areas where we've invested with parallels even to the sports nutrition space is, is our new partner we brought on, uh, formerly uh, Nutriforce, that sold their facility to Vitamin Shop sure. um, for a very high eight-figure number yes. uh, in 2014. But he's, just, he's our partner, CGMP-rated facility. Um, so again, we're taking, and, and it's not just the research yeah. and development, but it's also the good manufacturing practices mm -hmm. that in the early stages, I joined the sports nutrition space in 04 um, with, a, with a company. Uh, and at the end of the day, like it was, it was the wild, wild west then. Mm -hmm. uh, just, it, it, it is in the CBD space now. Sure. Uh, so I, I love the idea of kind of having that experience over 15 years and then, and then making the move over here uh, because of, of where the industry is today and where the sports nutrition was, you know, 15 years ago. 
you guys are funding funding these research studies, and I can't help but think of the, the brand Conison in terms of like beta alanine, which is a generic ingredient on the sports nutrition side. That they funded all these studies, and then you had a bunch of these generics come in the market and flood the market using those same studies that they didn't fund to sell their products. Like, so people are going to be able to leech on your on your studies, right? Like, they're going to be able to leech your studies, come out with generics, come out with private labels, compete with you, undercut you. Like, how do you position yourself at Green Roads, or what do you guys need to do to educate the consumer, saying like, listen, we're the ones that actually did the goddamn study. This is what it's supposed to be. Like. You should you should go with us versus them. Like, is that is that an issue? Is that something you guys think about? Because you're going to get, especially in this industry, you're going to get so many people that's going to leech onto that that study once it's published and oh, yeah. create, create, create. Yeah. No. Look, I think there's there's a there's a combination of that, right? I mean, there are um, you know the estimated three thousand new CBD brands that have hit the market this year alone. Um, you think about the different extraction facilities along with the different scientists. I mean, we've got different suppliers that are getting funding of a hundred plus million dollars with 41 different scientists and yeah. all the, I mean, they're just buying old pharmaceutical facilities mm -hmm. and they're doing everything they can at it. So, you know, I think where we look at ourselves is, is really the a subject matter expert in the space. We still are a brand. Um, we're doing, you know, the different research that we are, but there's also a whole nother side of our industry that's on the supply side, the extraction side, um, that's really looking at, uh, the technology piece and probably patenting um, certain processes that you see in the sports nutrition space as well that you know we we're obviously very close with these different companies and would love to be able to give ourselves a competitive advantage along with our consumer base yeah to answer your question we blade on the sword a lot <laughs> sure yeah I mean it, it comes with the territory I'm sure but take me through so in terms of CBD oil, there, there, correct me if I'm wrong, right? There, is there a full spectrum and there's isolate? Is that basically the two versions available on market today? There's three. Okay, what's the what's one am I missing? So isolate, exactly what you think it is. Think isolate protein to a certain degree, 99.9% .9 pure. You basically take that and you isolate it down to, to CBD and you basically have no THC, zero THC. But then you have something that's called broad spectrum, okay. which is, well, let me just – We'll move isolate out of the way. Take broad spectrum and full spectrum. Full spectrum, you have the CBD, and then you have the different cannabinoids, which they talk about an entourage effect and working mm -hmm. in conjunction mm -hmm. to give you more benefits. But then legally, you have 0.3% THC or less. Okay. And if you take broad, you're almost right in, the, in between isolate and full. Okay. But you have zero THC. So you still have the additional cannabinoids. You have the CBD with no THC. Does that help? Yes, that does. Is there any chance that this trips up a drug test for anybody that takes it? Uh, yes, on the the full spectrum side for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, have you, what's what's when this becomes legalized and companies are drug testing and stuff? Do they have any? Do, I mean, do you know? Like, do they have anything? Like, I'm taking CBD for this chronic pain. Like, is that or can Nate Diaz go on UFC and say, "Hey, man, I've been taking taking CBD, so I'm good to go." Like, I mean, is there going to be do you, with with everything becoming legalized and okay? Um, once it you know, not necessarily marijuana everywhere, but if they're tripping up a THC drug test, is there going to be any repercussions for employers or anybody who gets drug tested that use CBD? I mean, I think so. I mean, there's lab court. I mean, we sponsored fighters. Uh, we've been uh, top rack boxing with Teofimo. We've been, um, you know, on, in the MMA ring. So they've been drug tested with our products. We have a non-detectable uh, THC brand. Uh, we've been that way since the beginning because we support our veterans, uh, first responders. We're in the broad spectrum. Community. We're in that broad gotcha. spectrum, uh, yeah. side. So we have zero T. Um, we will be launching a product in 2020 to kind of hit other masses on on you know on a full spectrum. 
but but really we always want to protect people from having issues and getting fired from jobs and stuff like that but you have an issue with lab core or people that actually test these type of things your body only shows cannabinoids it's almost mm. like false positive with a pop test that police officers use um, it's a false positive it's testing for cannabinoids is what that product is testing for or that pop test is same as the you know these lab core companies that might do a half-assed job mm -hmm. um, testing a you know you know somebody and they might want to use them to fire them you have a level of nutrition and cannabinoids you have a naturally occurring system in your body where cannabinoids are created so you have a level that you need to meet if that level is higher they say that you're you know basically on cannabis so that's kind of one of the things that we're working on too with lab companies is to make sure that they actually have a right monitor on on what cannabinoid functions is it really this high or is it only using cannabinoids and being this high sure so it's still, again it's still, the industry's so new so new that so many people are coming out with different ips if we were able to get in every single one of them we would probably wouldn't even have time to get on a podcast yeah right it's just so many freaking different avenues well yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and yeah and you just look at the three different spectrums right and and the consumer doesn't know and right so the biggest gap right now is education mm -hmm. so you know what Arby was speaking about is, is, is kind of a sneak peek of just what's to come is we want to continue to lead on education we want to continue to lead on regulatory compliance and quality and so as we start to look at those different spectrums we want to be able to educate directly on pack and then to be able to have a, a much more detailed education so the consumer can make the right choice for them so you is know? there is one version better than the other i mean is full spectrum better than isolate it, it's it's all it's all up to the consumer right sure uh, you know, it's like, it's where do you classify yourself, you know? And, and again, some of it's discovery, mm -hmm. right? And so you have to go through that, right? And yeah. understand, you know, do, do I want a pre-workout with 150 milligrams or 300? You know, mm -hmm. do I want something that some, some in the past pre-workouts have made, you know, made people's stomach hurt and go to the bathroom. Others don't. Right. Some make you nervous, you know, some want two scoops, some want a heaper, you know, yeah. it's like, you just kind of go through that discovery, right? Yeah. And that's kind of where the industry is today. Like, are you open to THC? If so, yeah. I mean, why not try it? Doesn't mean it's not gonna, you know, not gonna benefit you more than just taking an isolate. Right. So well, speaking of discovery, we've discovered at FI that a lot of the a lot of the CBD brands that are on the market today are bullshit. It's not even real. Um, it's, it's so. Uh, can you can you talk a little bit about? I mean, because everybody's trying to. I mean, I, for instance, the state fair in Minnesota is one of like the second largest state fair in the world or in America. And I walked to it, and before I even get in, there's like three tents selling CBD. There's like twenty tents within the state fair selling CBD, all independent tents. And I was like. How many of these are actually legit CBD oils and companies? You know, you question it. Um, I mean, is the market flooded with a bunch of fake shit right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, you could see an NBC6 report that they did 50 product purchases across the United States. Um, we were one of the only companies that passed. Yeah. Uh, what we said in our, that was in our products. 97% um, failed. Uh, and again, that's kind of what's led us into the legislative part. Mm -hmm. And so we passed something called the SB 1020, Senate Bill 1020, um, which Texas uh, just passed also in about five other states, major states, where you're going to have to have a QR code and a full panel on the product. So okay. when you go and have your phone, you can take a picture and it tells you exactly what's in the product, no synthetics, no metals, no pesticides, things that could actually harm you. And then it actually tells you the amount of you know THC if there's any, or the amount of cannabinoids that are in the product that you just purchased. By so, a lot number. By is, a lot. By a lot number. Is that done via third party testing, or is that done? Can that be done by in house? That's third party. accreditation. They do a lot of the testing, man, for the uh, the DEA. The, sure. 
Yeah, they're, they're one of the largest. They're one of the largest. So we, we use them. We've been doing this for about a year and a half now. Okay, that's awesome. Transferable with that. Um, literally, we went uh, QR code and full panel on the QR code in July of 2018 uh, because Indiana passed their first law, which is Act 52. Um, and that required any product being sold in Indiana had to have a QR code and full panel disclosing what was actually in the product. So we took that state and then passed the law here in the state of Florida. Texas picked it up and they're going to do the same thing on labeling yeah. and, and requirements. So now we're kind of setting that industry standard where if you don't have full panel and QR code on your product and, and kind of disclosing to the consumer, then you can't sell the product in the state. Oh, this makes com it's common sense to me. I mean, it should and, be that way. And we've been up uh, uphill battle on that. You know, that, that took a lot of money, a lot of resources, a lot of flying up to Tallahassee, you know, get in front of these legislators and say, listen, we need to protect the consumer here. Because you could go to Amazon and buy something that's a thousand milligrams for fifteen bucks, uh, when CBD costs a, has a premium or has a price on it, you know. And then we're not going to sell on Amazon because our thousand milligrams is not going to sell for fifteen bucks. No. <laughs> so, so that's kind of where the direction that we took, and that's where the industry uh, leaders and where the industry is going. So we might have three thousand companies today, uh, but similar to the vape industry, when you know, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, when you had the guys that didn't want to adjust to where the FDA was going to do, and then. You know, 95% of them were out of business. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the CBD industry is going to go in that same direction. Uh, even CNN had a thing with Saja Gupta where they were talking about like three or four weeks ago where, you know, he even said, don't buy a product if they don't disclose exactly. It's a third party test. What's in the product? Because they could actually harm you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. that's what we're trying to protect. Well, look, you're in America, man. You get what you pay for. Yeah, right? that's true. So, you know, if, if, if you're going for the cheaper product, then you're probably going to get a cheaper experience. Yeah. So. No, 100%. And we, we were, I talked recently on a different podcast that I do about um, some third-party certification programs. And one in particular is the Banned Substance Control Group. And now they have an actual CBD slash THC testing uh, that they do, which is a third-party testing, which I thought was unique and cool to see. Um, something that you guys would ever utilize or do not need to because of the QR codes? Or what's your thoughts on those third-party certification programs coming into the CBD market and, and being able to put their stamp of approval on products? Yeah, so we, we've actually already started to dive in with even third parties that you would know of, NSF, Approver Sport, mm -hmm. even in choice, um, and trying to talk with those individuals and figuring out when their third party testing is going to start to take shape and take place. Um, we know some are starting to dabble, um, but some of them have a bit of a learning curve as well. Right. It's interesting just because we talked about the THC things maybe tripping up a drug test. So for a consumer to see that it's certified drug free or that you're going to be maybe not tripping up, I mean, they sh it should be, right? If it's an isolate or a, um, a broad spectrum, it shouldn't. But if you buy a broad spectrum product and you do, then, then what happened, right, would be the question. Gaspar Nutrition has brought back the original old school protein. Egg protein is all we had back in the day. Proven Egg is a keto certified, paleo friendly, lactose free option to weigh, loaded with 25 grams of complete protein and eight grams of BCAAs. Just like the egg whites we eat, Proven Egg is fat free, lactose free and low carb. It's proven to be higher in BCAs, especially leucine, than whey, and more efficient than whey in building lean muscle mass because of its high bioavailability. It mixes easily, tastes great, and packs in the protein. You're going to love it.
So this is it. The new flavor is in production as we speak. We've been hyped about this for months and the time is finally here. So let's go check it out. In here. This is it. Galaxy Burst. This flavor has a burst of candy with a hint of tart, leaving your taste buds begging for more. It's fruity and creamy, yet sweet and tangy. After months of testing and formulations, this galactic flavor is sure to take over the galaxy. Now let's give it a try. So good. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, time to go. Texas, Thrumberry Daiquiri pre-workout. Are you excited? A long time in the works. Max, should we lift? Let's do it. Are you guys ready for an arm workout? Ghost tradition. Now imagine slamming one of these before your workout. Today's Ghost Max training day. Formix is a fitness movement. We're a collection of passionate, like-minded leaders dedicated to creating a virtuous circle of empowerment, empathy, aspiration, and inspiration through fitness. Everything we do is driven by the desire to enable people to keep perfecting. We will inspire people to believe in a better version of themselves, and that we are most human and most alive. We are striving for more at the apex of failure and success. And we will make this happen with Performix Nutritional Supplements, which use innovative and disruptive technology to provide your body with the nutrients you need to unlock your best. And Performix House, a community for those who live a fitness-driven lifestyle. It is here the Performix brand comes to life, where the country's top personal trainers ensure that members stay accountable for their fitness goals, create innovative fitness content, and inspire our customers around the world. Here, you own everything. And FitOps, our purpose. A nonprofit organization which shepherds veterans into post-service life by certifying them as elite personal trainers and helping them find meaningful careers in the fitness industry with a lifelong support network by their side. Performix is unrelenting in its mission to inspire as many people as possible around the world to keep perfecting. We are a fitness movement and we're just getting started. Take us through the process from field or from flower to oil, like that extraction process, the supply chain. Like a lot of people I think are interested in this and there are fields uh, around this country that are growing acres and acres of this stuff, supplying you guys obviously with what you need. But I I'm curious myself because I grew up on a farm. So like I know the typical farming stuff, but like in, in terms of this, I'm, I'm very interested too and I'm sure our listeners and viewers are, if you can walk us through the supply chain. 
Yeah, so I think there's a couple different ways to look yeah. at it, right? So I'll let Arby kind of dig into the technical, but I think what's really cool about this is just what it's doing for the agricultural community, right? Sure. Um, and we're seeing a lot of this, the uh, the agriculture take place. You're seeing a lot in Kentucky mm-hmm. where there are tobacco um, farms. You're seeing a lot, obviously, in kind of the hotter spots where you'd, you'd identify cannabis if it's in, in Oregon and in California, um, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're seeing other things that we're doing even here in the state of Florida, along with even in Texas, where you're seeing the agricultural community have a, a new crop that, you know, is, is only going to be, you know, uplifting the, the, the state and local communities. But, you know, obviously, uh, as the United States as a whole, and we can touch on that just on the hemp pilot program that we've recently doing with uh, with the state of Florida, which Arby's, Arby's helped lead. Um, which I think is, is something that's super cool. And then you can run them through the extraction process. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's definitely a process. Uh, I think it takes every state, like, anywhere between two to two and a half years. Okay. Kind of, to kind of get their plant going. It, it's a basically a cannabis plant. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a feminized plant, uh, whether, you know, it's a seed, uh, which doesn't guarantee you that, uh, you know, a clone, should you know, autoflower. Hemp, hemp, hemp to marijuana? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's... it's you, you, should we explain the, the yes, user? Yes, like, yes, yes versus marijuana so so i mean your look cannabis is obviously cannabis you know mm-hmm. you're gonna grow it it's it's yeah. gonna be so the feminized plant is basically half male it's a caitlin jenner okay just it's a, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, doesn't, it doesn't know what it wants to be yet but typically it leans more towards the female side so you got that's where you kind of get that cannabinoid uh profile from because you got to grow it so typically it's you take it from seed you go all the way probably six seven weeks you're not going full on that just because you don't want the THC levels to get to a certain level uh, because it's controlled by the state. So they got to kind of dry test it, make sure that it's not over, you know, 0.3 or 0.5. It's mm-hmm. too hot, you know, or stuff like that. So it's definitely a process on, on farming for farmers. One of the big things like Luke was touching explain on. Explain marijuana difference between, well, you just explained hemp, right? Yeah. I mean, cannabis is over 0.3. Yeah. So the, the legal term uh, terminology to it or, or what you want to call it is anything over 0.3. Yeah is cannabis gotcha. anything under point three is called is hemp and i mean point three and delta nine so you have yeah. a lot of things that are dealing right now you have thcv you have thca there's a lot of different you know there's other classifications for thc so everything on the individual states it says it can't have more than point three on the delta nine point three percent is yeah. what he's referring to yeah. like you can have some marijuana that might be 18 percent. you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be super you know good <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, psychoactive, that sort of thing, right? So right. That's where the, where with the farm bill they've set it at 0.3%. Okay, cool. Less. So, so, can, once, you so that, once you get to that yeah, point, once yeah. you get to that point, typically what they do with the plant is they get the top, you know, they chop off the top, and which is like the bud, the bud on the top. So it looks exactly, smells exactly like cannabis. I mean, you can't tell the difference. If I put, you know, a smell test, you'll be, you won't be able to tell which ones, which ones, which. Um, but in reference to the profile that's in the plant, that's where the difference comes in, where gotcha. it's hemp or cannabis. So what they'll do from there is they cut the tops. Now flowers become a big thing, which uh, people actually roll it or pre-roll it into their cannabis if it's high THC levels or high sativa. They'll put a little bit of CBD in there and kind of mix it in to get that you know that nice that nice effect combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then they'll, what they'll do with the rest of the plant is they'll take that to extraction. So similar to the cannabis side where people go and get their, you know, they extract it and make edibles and gummies and whatever right. cartridges with. It's almost, it's the same process. You go, it's just a bigger machine. It's more industrial size. 
because you got to do, you know, large amounts of this. You're, mm -hmm. you know, growing. Last year, I think the United States approved 77,000 uh, acres. Uh, this year, it's probably going to be double of yeah. that. So you have a lot uh, of growing um, and opportunities, but uh, you got to have the right machinery. So if you don't have the right machinery or the right extraction method or things like that, you, you might end up with uh, bad solvents in your product. Um, I've seen products with uh, with pesticides in it and metals and just different things that people haven't really dialed in or taken the time to do things right. But yeah, I mean, all the way through, it's, it's the same industry as cannabis. So as your listeners listen, it's same extraction method, almost the same process that you're going to go on cannabis. Right. Except side it's more of an industrial size machinery sure. to kind of get the most out of it at, that you can yeah How? technology continues to grow right oh, yeah. you see yeah. the cannabis marijuana side right and where it was you know eight years ago ten years ago compared to where it is today you know technology is uh, is a powerful thing and genetics is yeah. Huge. Genetics, huge, yeah so genetics I mean you were talking about auto fours auto twos auto fours in Colorado you had two certified seeds today you get cherry wine you can get OG you get all kinds of different strains on the on the hemp side that actually fall and, and actually pass testing. Uh, and you got the craziest names. You got crazy buds, you got dark browns, you got purples, you got nice fluffs. So it really it's kind of cool to watch coming from the Colorado side and watching all the different, you know, strains that started popping off and purple Urkel and just different different things to see that on the hemp side. It's pretty cool to watch. So people are innovating, they're doing greenhouses, uh, they're doing, you know, light depth grows and stuff, which is kind of cool because you're really starting to see the different profiles uh, in these plants where people are actually enjoying the smoke mm -hmm. um, or the extraction method and, yeah. is, is and, really showing different And people are customizing it to what they want, right? Yep. right. Are, they, are they a novice? Are they a professional? How do they want to feel? And, and that's kind of where the industry is taking it, right? Sure. That's it. It's super interesting. I, I know, like within sports nutrition, there's a lot of synthetic ingredients, right? I mean, it's derived in nature, but synthetically created in a lab. Can CBD be synthetically created in any lab at this point? Yes, uh, pharma is definitely, unfortunately, trying to do that. Okay. Heavy. Uh, it's cheap. They don't know how to grow. Uh, you look at the Monsanto's model and stuff mm -hmm. like running. You, you know, that's the biggest challenge that pharma has. And being from the industry and the people that have created, helped create this industry, you know, these these innovators out there that we've followed and and seen grow you know we're against definitely against that heavy because we know how the synthetic uh can kind of treat the body and this is a naturally occurring product mm -hmm. go to synthetics where we could actually bring farmers to work it's a whole industrial revolution is is really what's happening here right. let farmer try to get in um would be definitely damaging to the industry yeah, I, I'm always curious about that because, I mean, if they manage to create a synthetic version of it, then what does that do? Because then the consumer doesn't know the difference between a synthetic version, typically, um, and a naturally occurring version, which, at least us on our standpoint, we, we keep you know touting, like, naturally occurring ingredients are just, like, better. I mean, they're just what you, what you should want. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, in terms of um, regulation, it's what, – what is there for regulation right now? What, whether, like, to make people feel comfortable to dive into this space, like, is there anything within the FDA or is there two people who are assigned to this, kind of like the sports nutrition industry, I think has seven, you know, uh, I mean, in terms yeah. of and no budget? So, like, what, what are we, what are we looking are, at? You let me know yeah. who they are so we can go <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, no, I mean, I mean, that's what we're trying to champion right now is, is kind of the QR code full panel first. Um, obviously what the FDA will typically do is kind of look at what states are doing and then kind of see how that's working and then possibly implement something similar to that. So our conversations with them or our are, are attorneys are basically, listen, do what you're doing in your state, make sure that it's working out, make sure you have some kind of 
blueprint because we have none right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why we got two of the, two of the biggest states. So Texas is on board. Uh, Greg Abbott signed that law about a month and a half ago uh, with labeling and the whole thing with the hemp side. Florida's on board. Indiana. Tennessee is probably going to be next. Um, we're definitely going after Chicago, except it's a little bit more complicated over there. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at the big size estates because then the FDA will kind of look back and say, okay, what are these guys doing that's right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're fully transferable. They're going ISO accreditation on the testing facilities, independent, third party. Um, and then hopefully they'll come down in the next 18 months to five years uh, to figure out what they're going to do. But right now it's more on uh, the states um, that are kind of regulating this and, and trying to get the bad actors out. Yeah. Which um, and we're just trying to help them guide the industry in the right direction. So it, there's still a lot of room uh, in this industry to, to kind of fix things, and, and we're trying to lead that. Sure. Are you guys vertically integrated at all? Do you own the manufacturing process? I mean, I, I, I'm curious because I know there's only a handful within sports nutrition that are, um, and I think it's cool. I also know it's extremely fucking expensive to buy all that stuff uh, and to do it, but I, I'm just curious myself. I mean, if you guys are, if, if not, I'm sure you have a very, very tight hold on, on your suppliers for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, as, as far as our suppliers, you know, true seed to sale uh, and working with the Hemp Pilot Program with the University of Florida, we've been learning about the different soils that are here in the state of Florida and the best way to cultivate uh, and the best place to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in three different areas. In four the, farms four right farms. now. So we have Homestead, Citra, Quincy, and Apopka. We'll actually be in Apopka on December 4th. If you kind of go and uh, look at our Facebook page, you'll actually see pictures of the mom, mother plants that we brought into the state. Uh, including we have a two-acre greenhouse and a popka doing on the research side. Very cool. We have plants right now in the ground to could be fully integrated, uh, you know, vertical, yeah. vertical on that side. But it's again, it's going to take us about two years to kind of get that down here to science. You yeah. know, you're going to have good grows, bad grows. People are going to think they could grow 500 acres of this, and they're not going to be able to do it in the in the first because you got a lot of shit rain, you got a lot of freaking bugs, um, and we just don't know the soil process yet. So. Yeah. It's going to be like Oregon and Kentucky and everybody else. It took anywhere between, you know, two years to three years to kind of get it down right. Uh, but we are, we do have uh, plants in the ground right now and about 100 acres growing with the university. And uh, by December 1st, we'll probably have another 50 to 60 acres uh, mm. individually grown by plots, by five acre plots. So we're, we're definitely looking to be, you know, to be that in about another two years. Yeah. You know, we brought the first 10 plants in the state of Florida legally uh, after 70 years. And that was a fucking nice Yeah, so (laughs) we own the rights to that and did it with the University of Florida. And, you know, look, we're in that discovery phase, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and there's a lot of people that were truly vertical as far as, you know, being able to cultivate the plant that that we work very, very closely with. And with the heritage in the industry going back from 2012, you know, CBD's just gotten cool per se, right? But, you know, we've been in the game a lot longer, right? right? And so we know all the key players that are in the space. So as far as getting our product from the right suppliers, there's there's really a handful of them. We test our products three separate times. Um, but once we have the raw material in hand, we are we are fully vertically integrated. Oh, awesome. And that's to you that, uh, you know, we have a CGMP rated facility. We have a facility that was actually in an owner that was very deep in the sports nutrition mm-hmm. and diet supplement business. Um, and look, he's a, he's a, he's an amazing formulator and he knows, he knows how to manufacture. So, yeah. well, I uh, think it's interesting cause I come, I worked with General Mills for a while and, and I don't think a lot of people understand like the agriculture process behind f- products. Like you, 
the climate. Anything can fuck it up and ruin like an entire crop of of your supply, which then screws up your entire forecast. So it's very difficult and volatile. So if you guys do become vertically integrated and you own your own plots of fields, like here's the thing, like something bad happens or hurricane happens and you're yeah. shit out of luck, right? In Florida, then you have to go out and get some other somebody else's plant. Um, so it's, it's a huge risk. I don't think people listening to this fully understand all the time, especially when you do become... It's, it's a dollar a seed. Mm. Not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, when I got in the CBD side, it was $10 for auto twos in Colorado. Wow. $10. Today, you're talking about you know, 99 cents, anywhere between 75 to a dollar per seed. So if you want to do 100,000 plants, you know, it's going to cost you about $100,000 just for the seeds. Yeah. So, and then it doesn't guarantee you if it's a feminized or a male. So again, if, if it turns, if it's a feminized seed, but then you got a male that's in, it's in your crop, it's going to turn, it could turn all your females or feminized seeds into males. Right. So you lose your crop if you're not on top of that, that every day. Yeah. Um, so you could be in the business real quick and you could be out just as quick. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, well, that's well, so, don't get. so that's why we brought these guys on, as you guys can tell, based on like the quality control aspect, the QR codes, the full transparency. Like that's something you can believe in. That's why I think Green Rose is found at a lot of different, like like I said, gyms, stores, online. Um, and we had some good conversations with you guys prior to this, which is why we wanted to have you guys on the show. We're going to try some of the products and highlight them at FI as well. Because um, personally, me, I, I was never really a big believer in CBD. I tried some CBD products. I didn't feel anything. I was like, okay, this is bullshit. Or maybe it was a bullshit product that I got, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to try it. But I want to talk about the products because a lot of people think CBD, they just assume oil. Right away, their first thing is like oil. But there are topicals that you guys have. Um, you guys have gummies. You have stuff for pets. Like walk us through current selection, product selection on what Green Roads has offered today. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> uh, no, look, we, we, we have them built out by different dosages. Mm -hmm. uh, and look, it's really about the consumer and the consumer's experience and what they're looking for. Um, but we have some cool things coming too. Um, we'll launch in the, in the sports nutrition space with a uh, water-soluble, um, basically raw CBD, hmm. where a lot of companies that are, are launching these don't realize that you actually need five times as much to be able to get the... Uh, the true absorption within your body. So we're spending the extra time and money, but um, we'll, we'll launch with Export Fitness. It's actually up there in, in the uh, Illinois, Chicago area. Sure, We'll have a Green Roads uh, smoothie in their smoothie bars. Cool. Um, so yeah, we'll have that. So you may, if you want to mix it in with your post-workout, um, just to relax, you'll have that raw, that raw ingredient as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have tinctures to which you mentioned, put it underneath your tongue, let it rest for kind of as long as you, as you can. Um, that tends to have the higher, you know, higher absorption and what people see and, and feel is hitting them quicker. Right. Uh, gummies, if you just like to munch on some gummies, we've got a lot of different varieties from almost things that are more candy based. If you're just trying to treat yourself a little bit to the anything vegan. that's vegan and pectin based and a lot of those things as well. We just won uh, the cannabis business awards for the most innovative product for coffee. Interesting. So okay. Pods. So what I love about the pods are, you know, if I'm, if I'm, juicing up on some uh some coffee in the morning and i get a little anxious you know which can happen to all of us right of stems but it kind of gives you sort of a, a smoother transition right if you're right. going to drink a lot so super innovative super cool just want to more on that we actually did one in 2018 in colorado for our tinctures for our, our oils um it was a pure voting uh award that we had won and we won number one for that one as cool. well uh, yeah, topicals is really what you're seeing probably to be a little bit more mainstream. Um, you can, you know, you can pick a certain spot within your body and you can get the absorption within that particular region. 
Um, so topicals have been very big and within the uh, farm bill is what really mm-hmm. is a certain larger retailers to expand their their footprint. You're seeing GNC do it. Vitamin Shop's gone a little bit further out, but CVS, Walgreens, you're seeing Kroger and some of their subsidiaries yeah. starting to expand on some of the topicals. Uh, we just released, actually launched our topicals uh, in Hudson News oh, in the airport. Yes, yeah. Yeah, man. So <laughs> uh, just just went live this week, and it's been o- overwhelmingly awesome. Very cool. So yeah, and you'll see it more and more. But talk talk, yeah, talk to me. Uh, it's going everywhere, man. It's you kind of seen this fad, right? Yeah. It's just, like kind of bullshit, you know. You see people putting it in their burgers and all these different things, <laughs> right? And mm-hmm. like for us, we're a health and wellness company. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we want to drive health and wellness. Right. Um, and there's certain delivery methods and systems that that at least to date proved to be, you know, the, the best formats. And that's really directionally where we're going mm-hmm. and then just trying to find those occasions of use for each one of our consumers and making sure that they just have the utmost confidence that what they're taking from us, uh, they're getting. So. Yeah, I think you made a good point. You said this earlier; it's becoming cool, kind of mainstream. And I remember, like hemp, you know, hemp. There's hemp, um, like lotions. When I was at Mills, like there was a competitor of ours that made a hemp cereal, put a big marijuana leaf, like on the actual cereal box. Like, so it's becoming mainstream, even in big CPG. One thing that I'm still kind of confused on, and I, I don't know if necessarily know there's a ton of studies that are readily available is I think, and we get questions all the time in terms of dosages. Now this varies by individual, right? I mean, but what's the recommendation to start for say a 180 pound person? Like, is it, is it an X, X amount of milligrams per kilogram body weight? Is that kind of how we roll with it? Or what's your guys's take on dosing when it comes to using CBD maybe for the first time? So they, they, they've started to, to create some kind of profiles a little more for pets. Sure. Than humans. Again, it's like goes back to anything, right? You can still be a 200, 50 pound person but have a sensitivity to, to caffeine, mm-hmm. you know, so you, you may not juice up. For me, I, I like to recommend about 25 milligrams. Okay. Dose. And, and a lot of the reasons is, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I want you to have an acute feeling. Like I want you to feel relaxed. Yeah. You, know, you can take a little bit and try to work your way up and maybe that takes you a few different days. Uh, you can try a lot more than that. You might go to sleep. Yeah. Too relaxed. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 25 milligrams is really what I like to recommend, man, like out of the gates. But again, right. everybody sort of does it differently. But hey, I wanted to go back to the, the different product formats we have. Yeah. I know you have some different users on or your different listeners. If there's uh, something we could do with them, man, any feedback or any CBD products, they would love to sure. see it in the market. We'd love to get those ideas and see what we can uh, see what we can put. And that's with. the best part of us being able to manufacture and kind of create on a dime. Mm-hmm. Even at the size that we're in right now, it's a little expensive <laughs> every time it's we launch though. a product, but it's definitely fun. But we, we got to listen to our consumers and, and to people, and we're, that's what we're always looking at is, is right. what, what do people want to see in our product, or how can we make a better product for the end consumer? Yeah, I mean, you're, um, you're seeing it everywhere. I mean, yeah. you're seeing it like it's even, you know, not we could go on a tangent about, but we talk about like Bang Energy Drink, right? Jack Owak. Now he created this product called Stoked, um, which is people losing their shit over it. Um, whether or not you like it or not, I have no idea. I've never tried it. Not a big fan of Bang in, in general, but it's just like it's going into beverage, it's going into food, it's going literally everywhere. Um, so it, I can understand when people wave a flag of caution when they see it in all these different things, but it's nice that we have companies like you guys out there at least sort of like pioneering this movement towards full transparency, education, because at the end of the day, anybody can toss the word CBD on something and make a ton of fucking money because most, most people are uneducated on it, including myself for the most part. So um, what's next for you guys? You mentioned 2020, you guys I mean, you guys have a raw CBD coming out. Like, Is there anything really cool and exciting you can share in terms of what you guys have coming down the pipe? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it consumes me, man. Um, 
Yeah, no, like I said, we're, we're very consumer based, uh, consumer centric. You know, we always, you know, say that we're the, the people's, <laughs> the people's pharmacy and we spell it with an F-A-R. Yeah, yeah, got you. And our background is really, you know, in the pharmacy space and with our, our co-founder and female, female owned, uh, Laura Fuentes. And so she was a compound pharmacist. Mm -hmm. So she understands formulations and all those different things, but we're really, really moving from that broad spectrum to across multiple spectrums, just so we can give our consumers uh, what's going to be the best option for them. Um, if that sheds some light, yeah, but yeah. yeah some, look, look back to the different types of cannabinoids. Okay. Yeah. Look <laughs> back really, to that. Yeah. And, and look, we, we look in this day and age where you want things that are a little more customizable that, that sort of fit your lifestyle and your needs. You know, we've got some sugar-free options that we're launching for, for dietary. We've got uh, really a keto based uh, product. Sure. So for that, uh, for, for some of that uh, anxiety eating out there, maybe. Right. And just trying to, trying to work on it to make sure that we can fit our consumers' needs, man. And, and doing that, like I said, across, across spectrums and um, ultimately being that pharmacy where the consumer knows that whatever version of they, whatever they get from us, um, they're getting the best possible. You, you mentioned like the cannabinoids. How many different cannabinoids are there? Uh, they've seen up to 130. Holy shit. Okay. So there, there's a lot We're of options. Looking at like around seven. Okay. Right? And, and individually you find, did they just find a different cannabinoid within CBDC? Uh, so again, I mean, there's so much to learn here. Yeah. yeah. That's the exciting part is like staying out, Think making sure, thinking, just yeah. everything, there's, you know? Yeah. And they're pulling some of these CBN, CBG, some of these different cannabinoids that are, that are promoting more sleep, you yeah. know, and, and, and when they're isolated. Right. But they're right. so expensive and there's still just so much research that has to happen but you get all of these different effects that people get from cannabis and they're starting to learn how to extract that out right Very what cool. is causing someone to be more relaxed or more hungry or sleepy or whatever it may be and they're trying to figure out and starting to to learn more man yeah. it's do, do you guys have on the green roads website on your guys' Green Road website, do you guys have like an education uh, section on the website for the, the different cannabinoids that are out there that people can learn about? Like you were just mentioned, because yeah. that's something that I think people. We also on a page called "What Is CBD," but uh, but typically you can go to Green Roads and then everything on Green Roads. We kind of you could dive deep, and then what I would tell you know the customers or, or, or people that are listening is go to the endocannabinoid system. So all you got to do is Google endocannabinoid system. Um, and you'll see how it actually functions in your body. You got research, you got studies by universities, Hebrew University, people that actually found the endocannabinoid system uh, that, that are actually very educational. You get lost in there for months because when I, we started in the business, there was only like a little bit on Wikipedia, and it like 120 different research papers that you could kind of look at and see the functions and what's really working. And we kind of really look at that. Because that's really the only uh, you know pinpoint that we can actually go to research right. and see what kind of you know different things that are working. But uh, yeah, man, you could get lost in this industry real quick if you don't have a, a roadmap to where you want to go because there's just so many opportunities yeah. uh, and types of cannabinoids in these plants that are awesome. Yeah, we're excited for the prohibition of it, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, you guys are the reason I had to hire a full time employee. So thank you very much for that, because that is his full functional job in 2020 is to dive into this business. So, um, guys, I appreciate you coming on. We're looking forward to trying the products, and uh, we will post a link here on the video for those of you watching. Um, and you guys can go over to fitnessinformant.com at the podcast page and get the link to these guys as well. So, boys, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Man. Thank you. Appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. Y'all, that was Green Roads on talking about CBD. As you can tell, there is a lot to still be learned within this space. It is 
crazy. It is growing, um, but it's here to stay. I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think it's like the vaping industry by any means. I think it's going to be a lot more than the vaping industry, um, and it's exciting. It's cool. You can see how passionate these two guys are, Arby and Luke, talking about CBD, talking about their backgrounds and their history, and, and you're going to see more CBD come into our world on sports nutrition. So uh, I appreciate the time that they took in. We're going to get some of the Green Roads products here at FIHQ. Also, uh, my boy G out in San Diego will be getting some products to try too. Uh, we will bring you guys feedback and more CBD-infused type products on the platform or at FI. We will start covering that um, because it's here, right? It's here to stay, and you guys deserve um, some information. So we are actually diving deep into the research right now, learning as much as we possibly can, starting to use some of this stuff too. Uh, so that way we can ultimately you know, formulate uh, an opinion and an expert opinion on the world of CBD. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, and here on YouTube. If you're watching, make sure you follow us on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Uh, we appreciate you all tuning in. If you have any topics of conversation you want, hit us up on our, our Facebook or even over at our fitnessinformer.com page. Let us know kind of who or what you want to hear. But we're back, baby. CBD, uh, super interesting. We'll probably have more topics on it. Upcoming episodes, we're going to have a hormone doctor on. We're going to talk about the uh, female endocrine system and the male endocrine system. So that'll be super interesting. Um, we will have Charles Griffin, IFBB Pro Olympian, on here as well. Uh, we had recorded an episode with him, and the uh, fucking audio didn't save. So he will also be coming to the Be Informed Live Fit podcast soon. Until next time, I am FI Founder CEO Ryan Buckeye. Be informed, live fit. <laughs> <laughs>